Hello and welcome to the Casual Coven podcast. Before we get into it, we'd like to explain that this series was recorded pre-lockdown and we hope you enjoy this slice of escapism. Also, just a warning that this episode contains a little bit of swearing, so you might want to put headphones on if you're around small children. Hello and welcome to the Casual Coven, the podcast about life and whether tarot cards can change the way we live. Over the series, we'll be testing the tarot, following the preparations, rules and rituals, choosing one card a week and living by its interpretations. Will we end up thriving and subscribing to Goop? Is it mystical or just made up? Listen on to find out. I'm Lucy Glenn and my co-host is India Usher and this is the Casual Coven Podcast. Welcome to the final episode of season one of The Casual Coven. We have loved recording this season and living our lives by a pack of tarot cards. Yeah, and as India was saying, this is our last episode on our series on tarot. And we're really sad that this is the end. But as always, we've got a packed week of cryptic card meanings to live by. Plus, you'll get to hear how our friend Flora found her card and the final verdicts on the tarot. So Lucy, should we get stuck into it? Yep, let's do it. So India, last week you got the same card that you'd had the week previous. So you had the same card for two weeks. Uh-huh. I'm guessing you don't want to see that card ever again. I'd really like to not see justice again. Ever again. I mean, I'd like to see justice in my life, <laughs> but I'd like to not see that card again. <laughs> and so what do you want from this week? So this week, I don't really want something for myself mm-hmm. I want something for other people that's going to help me help a couple of people in my life that are going through a really hard time okay and I just want something that's gonna I'm not trying to sound like I'm some sort of angel that's been sent from above to sprinkle fairy dust on people and make their lives better but when people are going through a difficult time, mm-hmm. I sometimes struggle to know the right thing to say. And so I guess I kind of just want some guidance in how to really help them because what they're going through is quite tragic and quite difficult. Oh no, okay. So maybe something around that? I mean, you are an archangel sprinkling fairy dust. Archangel Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I've exhausted all my options of how I can help myself. (laughs) I'm going to be like the Messiah now. You know what? I read that the happiest people are people that help others. Really? Because thinking less about yourself and more about other people is like one of the fastest ways to happiness. Yeah. Well, let's hope that you get that. Oh, and I'd also like a, a sprinkle of learning how to not overthink yeah okay I think everyone in the world could do with that but if I spend as much time not worrying about what others think of me like thinking about other people rather than what they think about you yeah I'd be I would be an archangel and and if all these people spend so much time thinking about me like I think they do thinking bad things about me then I'd be a fucking celebrity yeah or I'd be really well known or I'd be rich like but no one cares. Everyone just cares about their, what, what they've got going on. Yeah, that's true. That is really true. So this week, I guess I'm just looking for guidance 
into how to deal with certain life situations when it involves other people going through something that people that are very close to me Mm -hmm. yeah I think that is a it's a difficult thing to handle isn't it watching somebody that you really care about going through a painful situation yeah what would you like to see from your card this week Lucy well last week I got exactly what I asked for (laughs) and I hated it so (laughs) I didn't hate it but it wasn't amazing so this week I'm just like tarot tell me what I need to hear yeah that's interesting yeah okay I've just kind of accepted that maybe I don't know what I need So in tarot, there's certain rules and rituals that you need to do before you draw your card. The rituals vary, but what we do is the following. We smudge our deck with sage smoke. We shuffle it. We knock the cards on the table. We close our eyes and we imagine positive energy flowing into the deck. And then we cut the deck into three with our non-writing hand and put it back together in a different order. And then we're ready to draw the card. If you have a tarot deck and you would like to draw a card with us, now is a good time to pause this podcast and go and get it. Right, I need to find the sage. Hey. Smoke the mania. <laughs> <laughs> really pungent tonight. Come on, cards. Doing some justice. No, I don't want justice. No more justice. I really can't believe that this is the same sage that you would put in like your stuff. vagina. Your vagina. Oh, like you put sage. <laughs> no, it's just I didn't know if that was a thing because you would just randomly say it. <laughs> well, that's where I put mine. I don't to tell you what I put in my vagina. <laughs> right, stop making me laugh. It's time to meditate. So you were saying that you want a card this week to help you to help other people in your life. What kind of card are you thinking could be helpful? So I'm looking for a card that helps me to ground into my own intuition so that I can feel Mm -hmm. confident in what I'm saying and doing and making sure that I'm basically doing the right things to help. I want help for my mum and for my friend Leah. Yeah. So my mum, who I'm really close to, is going through a very difficult time at the minute and she's really ill and I'm worried about her and I just want her to make a speedy recovery. And my friend Leah has just lost her granddad, who she was really close to and he was more like a dad to her. So I'm just really feeling for her and her family. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry to hear that they're both having such a tough time. And yeah, I can see why you would want to see if the tarot cards can help you to help them. But I think the fact that you're even thinking like that shows, you know, how much they mean to you and how much you care about them. And I just think that they're going to feel that kindness coming from you, even if the card that you pick doesn't relate back to their issues and doesn't guide you in the way that you're hoping. I really feel like that love and compassion and care that you have for them is going to radiate out. Mm-hmm. I do hope so. Yeah, I think it will. Okay, well, I hope that the tarot cards do give you something that will guide you on that. But now, let's see what's in store for us for the next seven days. So I'm just choosing my card. There's so many. It's so really... I've got justice. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got your card? Yeah. 
What is it? I've got the two of wands. Oh, this is weird. I've got the seven of pentacles. That is weird. Last week I had the eight of pentacles. Interesting. And I felt like I didn't get it. So maybe it's like, you need to take a step back. And then next week you'll get the eight again. (laughs) That is kind of weird. So now we're going to describe what our cards mean and talk a little bit about how they're making us feel from our first impressions. The Two of Wands represents plans, partnership and influence. It's an unexpectedly complex card. A key message of this card is to plan, organise and visualise what you have. The card shows a young man standing at the top of the castle looking out at the landscape. He has a wand in one hand and the world in another. He knows he is part way towards his dream and has confidence in his work. But he's still in the comfort of his castle, yet to venture forward. When this card appears, you may feel you have everything you need in life. Celebrate what you have. Your foundation is solid, but keep your eye on the big picture. The two wands on this card show two aspects of your situation. Think about what helps you and what holds you back. Make sure your plan maximises your strengths so your talents can shine. Great opportunities are on the way. This is quite interesting, this card. Is it? Yeah. What's interesting? So lately I've been feeling really lazy uh-huh. and just not bothered to do anything with lo- my life. Mm-hmm. I've not really cared about anything mm-hmm. and I just want an easy life and to just like sit, probably just this is pregnancy, mm-hmm. but I haven't had a huge amount of go in me. Yeah. And that's been playing in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And even though this card is nothing like what I what I wanted or what I asked for, It's really relevant. He stands within the confines of his castle, suggesting that while he's contemplating significant opportunities, which is what I do every day, Mm -hmm. think of all the things I could do. The man has not yet left his comfort zone to pursue them, which is exactly me. He is still very much in the planning phase. His hands rest on an upright wand and a second wand is affixed to the castle's wall. A further sign is that he is not ready to venture out, which is me. In the background, the land is fertile, while also rocky, promising that he has a good chance for success so long as he can overcome the challenges that will arise. And my challenges are just I'm lazy at the minute and I just can't be bothered to do anything but want to sleep. But you're also, like, incubating. No, I know, I know, but I feel like I need to make a change in my life, but I just don't know what I want to do. So I'm always, like, trying to put my fingers in different pies. Mm-hmm. and I'm not sure how to take the next step because I just don't really, can't focus my attention on one thing. So you think that this week is going to be a time to like think about that? Potentially, yeah. It's, it's quite interesting because that has really been playing on my mind mm. because I've been feeling a bit lazy and a bit redundant. You're definitely not redundant, but no. it's okay to feel lazy when you're pregnant too. Yeah, like I you- think I just need to get this baby out. Anyway... Let's hear about your card. The Seven of Pentacles is a card about work and the potential for success. There's a goal in sight and you're close to achieving it. This is a card about doing, not philosophizing. Keep focused on what you want and believe that you can accomplish it. The card depicts a young man contemplating his treasure. Six coins are on the vine and the seventh is at his feet. 
It's a grapevine, but it's not mature enough to fruit. The six coins on the tree show what must be saved for the future. The one at his feet is what he can spend now. It's a small reward, but there's more to come if he can persevere. This card often comes up in a reading to show that you need to stay focused on your career. If you're at a tedious stage in a project, keep going. You might be dissatisfied with what you've produced so far, but there's more to be done. Whatever your situation, don't give up. You're nearly there. Your future self will thank you for your dedication. So it stands for having goals and using your intuition. I feel like a lot of the cards I get are about intuition. Mm. So does this card mean anything to you, Lucy? The meaning of the card is that there's a goal in sight and you are close to achieving it, but now is not the time to stop and reflect. The Seven of Pentacles is the card of doing, not philosophizing, which is really interesting because I started to philosophize today to Ed about it, about like this freelance choice and whether I'm trying to do too many different, explore too many different avenues. Mm -hmm. Basically was just going on like that. And this is really interesting for it to just tell me, don't think too much, just keep doing. So what are your immediate thoughts on it? I actually think it seems really interesting and relevant. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really weird that it was the, it's the card before last week's card. Yeah, It's the seven of pentacles, last week was the eight. And last week I felt like I didn't really connect too much with it. As I was about to pull the card, I thought about getting another one. And then I thought, no, I've got to pull this one. So I like thought about changing my mind. And then I went back and thought, no, I can't. I feel interested by it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I do. What are your first thoughts on yours? Yeah, I'm really open to this card. I think it's something that I've probably been thinking about for a while and just have have tried to just sort of forget about it. But maybe it's just shown me that I need to probably start thinking about it sooner rather than later. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. So over the next seven days, we're going to be living by our cards. We will be checking in with you to share our process and get feedback of family and friends if we want to. Uh huh. Tell me, how was the Seven of Pentacles? So my week living by the Seven of Pentacles was a bit of a blur, really. It just went past really quickly. I felt like at times I wasn't thinking enough about the card. It didn't keep cropping up. I didn't feel like I needed to keep referring back to it. I had to make myself think to look at it mm-hmm. and to look into it. So there was that. But let's listen to my first audio diary. So I'm a couple of days into the Seven of Pentacles card now. It's all about work and the potential for success really about sticking by your goals and believing in yourself and it's interesting to me because I keep getting cards about believing in myself and work related cards it's making me think that tarot's trying to send me a strong message and that this is something I really need to keep in mind and so far this week I've really tried to take that on board and things have started to come into fruition but Despite the small wins, I don't feel like I'm at my end goal yet, which is what the card says too. It's a card about doing and not philosophizing. So I'm trying my hardest not to overthink, which can be a bit of a problem for me. 
because time spent overthinking stops me from creating and making stuff. So I'm trying to put all of the overthinking to one side and to just get on with stuff. But in the process of doing this, I've been noticing like little things that are blocking me from making progress and making it harder for me to keep on track. And mainly that's like procrastination. I find myself on social media without feeling like I chose to be there or thinking about something and then going into a thought spiral about it. And all of this is stopping me from getting things that are important to me done. So that's something that I want to try and work on this week. It felt in some ways like it really was true. Uh-huh. It talks a bit about money and how there's money coming in the future, but at the moment there's not so much. Being careful and reaping your crop kind of mm. thing if you're careful, which is what the card shows on the illustration. And I did kind of feel like that was true. I've been working, but I haven't been paid yet. So that was quite true. Okay, interesting. And do you think that I'm a psychic? because i said last week was that on mic for the benefit of the podcast (laughs) i said to lucy last week i've got a really good feeling you're gonna get a job this week Mm -hmm. next week sorry and she did yeah two two jobs so Mm. yeah maybe you are a psychic i mean i know that i kind of was a little bit skeptical i'll start charging (laughs) Did the coloured energy take over your body? No, no colours this time. No. Just I had a feeling you were going to get a job and I was right. Well, that's good. It's good that you're a psychic about good things. Well, I've only been a psychic for a few weeks, so <laughs> let's just see where it takes us in the future. Waiting for the bad stuff to happen. <laughs> but how about your week? How was it? So, interestingly... I've had a bit of a funny week, as usual. It seems to be a pattern for me at the moment. Mm -hmm. But, well, let's listen to the first recording. But I tried to take on board a productive approach. Right. So my card is the Two of Wands. And I'm really excited about it this week. And I'm looking forward to, like, getting stuck in and learning more about it. It seems to be more of a doing card so I have already started brainstorming some interests taking a bit of a look at my life looking at my values etc and thinking about what's really important to me and what's important for me in the next year or so even though I've always been sort of against these sort of vision boards I'm thinking about creating a bit of a vision board as well so yeah, I'll let you know how I get on. Oh, a vision board. Have you ever done one before? No. For me, I just find them, this is just my personal opinion, but I find them quite materialistic. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing, like to try and manifest what you want. I've just never, I've never... Never done it. Never done it because I always feel like I'm going to jinx something. But I did start like sort of brainstorming and... I've had more of a can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> a can-do attitude. Um, and list writing. Anyway. Well, that's good. I used to be a huge list writer. Really? Yeah, massive. And then I kind of gave up and then I got a lot less done. Yeah, I do like a good list. But now I'm, more, I'm, now I'm on the lists again. 
I mean, it's an all right thing to be honest, and it? it's not like being on crack. <laughs> so that sounds like really positive. You're excited about the card. I was, yeah, I was really excited about the card. About doing card. It felt like the kind of change that I needed because with your cards, they've always been, I guess they've been more doing cards, haven't they? Uh-huh, yeah. I and I felt so. like mine were kind of like restricting me. <laughs> oh, really? oh, yeah. They Especially were like... with the justice twice. So it was it was good to just be able to kind of try and focus on something. Yeah, that's good. And be a bit more organised. I think anything that's telling you to think about what you want in the long term and try and own your life a bit, yeah. that's kind of just a good thing yeah, to be reminded is, to do so for someone who like as we've discussed before lives her life in the future yeah as opposed to the present I suppose that's why I try and not do that yeah because you're kind of already doing it do you exactly think? yeah your mind is a natural vision board mm-hmm. yes that is it that's why you don't need to do that's them. why I don't need to do it because if I do do it I'll feel like I jinx it yeah yeah that's very true i did one before did you but i did it on a like a google slides yeah like, what's wrong with that well because i never look at it oh okay yeah no i feel like with a vision board you do need to like you print them off and print them, put off them on the wall so should we go on to your second di- audio diary of the week yeah It's now a couple of days since my last audio diary and I've been working on ways to stop procrastinating and to just get things done. And I do think I've done that. I've definitely been getting a lot done. But if I'm being honest, I've started a new freelance role and I've been so busy with work that there hasn't been any time to overthink or procrastinate, which weirdly really aligns with what the card says so could that be a psychic synchronicity on the card's part and as for working on procrastinating every time I've had the urge to avoid something I need to get done or I notice myself already procrastinating I've started to ask myself why am I avoiding this particular task and sometimes I've found that it's out of fear that I might not get it right And other times it's because I find it tedious and it's been really interesting to check in with why I'm avoiding things, even though it doesn't magically make doing the task more appealing, but it does help me to persuade myself to just do it. And after it's done, I always feel lighter, better. So do you feel like Overall, how do you feel about the card? Are you still feeling like you're living your life by your card? Or do you feel like you're just living your life and trying to get the card to fit into your life somehow? I think this week was more of a life happened and then I looked at the card. Yeah. Whereas other weeks I've been more looking to the card and trying to change things that I think the card has highlighted. Yeah. Whereas this week... It was so busy Uh and I just didn't really gravitate to the card that much, Mm -hmm. which is quite unusual for me because I feel like I've always been quite good at checking in with the card and Mm -hmm. trying to action things from it in previous weeks. And this week I just didn't. Right. So I felt like I felt like a bit of a fraud saying I was living my life by the card because I wasn't. wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, it just didn't happen as naturally. But good things came out of your week. 
Yeah, definitely. That's kind of how the card... Yeah. I was saying before that I didn't think the cards had a psychic power. Yeah. But this week, the card had nothing else but a psychic power. It did kind of align to my week, but I didn't really use it as a guide. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, apart from the procrastination thing, because I did find that really helpful. That was one thing I looked up. I just noticed that there was times when I would have something on my to-do list and it wouldn't get done. And then the next day, I'd get to nearly the end of the day and it still wasn't done. And I'd be like, why am I avoiding this thing? And I think that was a really good way to look at it, to think, what's the reason that I keep putting off? What's the emotion that I feel when, when I look at that thing that I've got to do? But yeah, anyway, how was your second half of the week? So I felt like my week was completely blindsided because my mum had been quite ill and I feel like her card actually reflected my week way more than my own card did. Yeah, because you pulled a card for her. Because I pulled a card for her. Yeah, so last week India pulled a card for her mum after we finished recording and I'll let India go into a bit more about it now. That was quite a... It seemed to be a very dark card mm-hmm. and she's been quite ill ever since I pulled that card, which makes me feel really bad. Mm. Um, you didn't make her ill. No, I know I didn't. But I've been so consumed by her that I don't feel like my second audio diary, if I play it, it's, it's really authentic. Well, that's fine. We don't have to play it. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But what I will say is... Like when I got here tonight and I read over my mum's card again, I was just like, this is, it gave me goosebumps. I just can't believe how accurate the card was. Yeah. It was the Ten of Swords and to look at, it's not very pleasant. It's a man lying down on the ground with like ten swords in his back mm-hmm. and it looks quite scary and it looks quite dark, but it actually symbolises the end of something. It was just like scary. So just for our listeners who can't see the card, the Ten of Swords is a card about endings. It's a dark place and we see a young man pinned to the ground by ten swords piercing his back. There is a thick black cloud quickly descending on what was previously a warm sunny sky. The man's face is not visible. The focal point of the card is not the man but the points of the swords. If you look closely, you can see the victim's hand in the sign of a blessing, that the man has accepted his ending and that the swords are in fact a painful blessing. It shows you exhausted and this card heralds the end of a very difficult time. It can symbolise feeling being stuck or pinned down, that you've been hurt and that it has come to an end. So yeah, I mean, I can go more into it on my verdict, but I feel like my card completely got blindsided mm-hmm. and almost d- d- didn't become important at all. Because you were helping your mum you, get through this hard time. I was helping my mum get through this hard time. So I'm going to try and pick her another card this week and see if that has makes things any better. Yeah. But I'm kind of scared to pick a card, to be honest, because that was so scarily accurate. Yeah. But as we've seen through doing this, that some weeks they are, and then other weeks you're like, that's true. It's nothing to yeah, me. Yeah, that's very true. 
I wonder if there's something in picking cars for other people rather than picking them for yourself. Do you think that you set a stronger intention when you set yeah. them for other people? That yeah. you like think about because it you're more. thinking you're trying to channel somebody else, mm-hmm. and it's hard to channel yourself. I think sometimes because you don't always know how you're feeling, but when someone's talking to you, you kind of get the sense of how yeah. they're feeling. That's true. Okay, so it's time for us to go over our verdict for this week. Although we might have already given it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did you make of it this week? When I knew I had to record my second audio diary, if I'm completely honest, I panicked mm-hmm. because I was like shit like I had such good intentions mm-hmm. I was really excited for the beginning of the week to really see it through to, to plan and to prepare mm-hmm. and none of that really happened I wrote a list yeah um, and that, that was about it really yeah. I mean I did start doing things at the beginning of the week but nothing sort of continued how I would have liked it and that is because my mum fell really really poorly and still is really really poorly and her card on reflection completely took over my week Mm. yeah like I said earlier just reading everything from that card is just so scary accurate and it was giving me goosebumps just reading it and I thought and if I was to get that card, how would I like spin that to reflect it on me? I wouldn't be able to. Like this week, you wouldn't have been able to. No, I want to pick a card for her this week, but I'm almost like, I'm scared to do it. I mean, I think you might have had one of the worst ones. When you say worst though, is it a bad card? Is there no, any such thing as a bad card? I mean, like the, one of the scarier ones. One of the ones that show you that you're going to go through a tough time. Right, okay. But there's going to be a good outcome eventually. I think a lot of the worst cards quote unquote I like that right. it's about you going through a tough time but it signifies the ending of something that wasn't helpful for you or yeah. like a new season in your life is coming up that's been my experience right. so far and do you think it's wise for me to the way I'm feeling at the moment about my mum and worrying about my mum and her health do you would you say it's wise for me to pick a card out because I'm not sure it is maybe it's not because you can't control what card you'll pick. And, and it, my emotions are really, really yeah. high at the moment. And I and I don't know if it would be my emotion playing into that somehow when I when I select a card for her. Yeah, I think I think maybe not actually, because I think, you know, your your mum is sick, you're pregnant and yeah. you need to keep your stress levels as low as possible for you and for your baby and you can't control what card you'll pick and then if it's one one that you perceive to be not what you wanted then that could maybe make you feel stressed Mm. is it worth it no i think it's fine if you don't if you feel like you're not ready to do it yeah you don't feel like you're ready to do it don't do it okay i don't feel like i'm ready yeah i think that's fine Mm. that's totally fine so on the back of that, obviously there's quite a lot of uh, tension for me this week, but tell me how, tell me about your verdict and what you felt mm. came from your card. Because actually before we started recording, it was quite positive, I thought. Yeah, so this week I feel like I haven't really thought about the card. I feel like I've been kind of slacking from my tarot homework yeah. in a way. <laughs> Because that's kind of how I view it. It's like, oh, I've got tarot homework. Yeah. When I read back through the cars script again today, I was like, ah, actually, I think all of these things are very true 
of this week, of this moment. Yeah, I was I was kind of impressed at how how many points I thought. Yep, 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 yep. So you didn't live your week by the card, Mm-mm. but the card kind of Just, predicted your week for yeah. you. And which completely contradicts what I've said in previous episodes where I was like, I don't think the card is psychic. I, I think don't... they are. <laughs> of course you do. Okay, so we've talked about our verdict for this week, but what about our overall thoughts on tarot? It's been five weeks now of living our lives by tarot cards, and we've been really looking into their meaning, looking into the guidance, and trying to take real-world, actionable steps from the guidance and incorporate it into our lives. And I'm just wondering how you think it's fared. Well, it's been an intense five weeks, hasn't it? It really has. (laughs) (laughs) It started off on a real high for me with the Ace of Pentacles. I loved that card and it helped me to live in the moment, which brought me so much peace. And I just, I needed that card. But then there was the low of justice and it really scared me and it triggered a lot of anxiety. And I, I felt like I'd done something wrong. In the end, I did make peace with it. But I feel like if I got that card again, it would make me feel anxious again. Yeah. Uh, maybe because it would be the third time that I pulled that card out. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, A true stalker. Exactly. I'll turn my pillow over and that card will be there. <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> Open the curtains in the morning <laughs> and the card's there. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying, I do believe that the cards have psychic powers and... That brings, I guess that brings like worry if I pull a negative card. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if you believe that the cards are psychic, then it's really scary to see that your future is going to be a bit bleak, isn't it? Yeah. And I guess also there's this thing about, you know, there's not necessarily a negative card, but I just feel like certain cards do bring out negative emotions in it, from from my experience, I've I've had cards that have pulled out negative emotions. Yeah, I definitely do think there are negative cards, but I think it's meant to be all about that you can get past them and come through them. That it's not negative forever, but there will be mm. hard times, and then they can make you see your life in a different light, or they can make you realize something that you didn't realize, or make a change. But it doesn't stop the fact that they're still negative as I was saying I didn't really believe that the cards have psychic powers and when I really think about it when I'm being rational I kind of think well how can they be mystical or psychic because these are mass-produced cards that we bought on Amazon which is probably the furthest (laughs) from otherworldly that you can get but then when I do use the cards and I'm doing the rituals and I'm channeling my energy into the cards I feel that energy and when I pick the card I do really take it seriously and I think about it And then I've noticed that often what they've said has come true for my week. I don't know whether they predict it or they dictate it because it does seem that my week has followed the cards in some weeks, like almost to the letter. For instance, the first week I was on such a high 
that night when we picked the cards and then I pulled the moon card and it really squashed my high and my joy. I felt like, like I didn't know where I was going, like I was in the darkness. It wasn't a good feeling. It really wasn't. Do you think we overthought the cards? Yeah, at, at times, yes. I think it's really hard to get the balance because if you've got a card that tells you something that you don't really want to hear or it feels quite uncomfortable, it's really easy to overthink anything that's negative. Mm. Whereas if you've got a card that tells you a lot of positive things, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't normally overthink about positive things. If something good happens, I don't sit and think about the good thing all the time. That's a really valid point actually because focusing on the positives and putting all of your energy into positives is actually a really difficult thing to do isn't it it's really hard it's really hard I've started like a gratefulness practice sometimes it makes me cringe so much thinking about it but it is amazing to try and rewire your brain in that way because my default is to think about the things that are going wrong Mm. and the negative things and kind of dwell on that whereas I often don't think about the things in my life that are going right because they just seem like given that is the natural human response it's the fight or flight response isn't it your brain sort of automatically focuses on the negatives and how to get through it so the the positives they've happened and that's the thing it's almost like survival isn't it yeah it makes sense doesn't it because if you're like a caveman you can't be sat thinking about how great the fire is that you've made if there's a tiger <laughs> coming into your cave to kill you you've got to be exactly. like alert all the time yeah but now we don't have to be alert all the time because we have Sainsbury's and houses with locked doors and central heating. Our lives are very easy, but our brain hasn't adapted to them. Which is crazy, really. All those years of evolution and we still... <laughs> our brain's still pretty, mm. pretty primitive. Yeah. To wrap it up, I think that tarot cards can lead to a gateway into your unconscious mind and when you look at their meanings and their guidance and if you do think quite deeply about it and try to apply it to your life and to yourself I think it can lead to you understanding yourself more I think it can lead to novel solutions to problems I think it can lead to behavior changes and habit changes but Having said that, they're all of the good things that can come from them. I do also think it can lead to increased anxiety and worry Mm -hmm. if you get a card that isn't so positive. And I think you've just got to be wary that you might pull something that is uncomfortable to hear because tarot cards, they're not like warm and cozy. Some of them feel almost quite brutal and, you know, they tell it like it is and you have to be prepared to hear something that you might not want to hear and maybe need it, but it's not always pleasant. No, but I guess the other side of that is maybe if you're in a setting of you're having a reading and it's something that you might do once a year or once every couple of years, maybe you're going there to sort of almost hear that. I guess that's the difference from what you would get from having a reading versus pulling them for yourself because it is it, it, it does feel quite different yeah do you, do you think this is something that you're going to keep doing because I 
have already been putting cards out on the side and I definitely will continue to do this do you think it's something that you'll you'll do more of in the future yes but I don't think I'll continue it as a weekly thing no but just when you feel like you need a bit of guidance like once a month yeah when you get your PMT <laughs> pull out a card <laughs> oh god worst time to do it oh. as well yeah I think I will continue with it I don't think this is the end of tarot cards for me at all I feel exactly the same yeah I still think I've got a lot to learn about them I'd love to know what Darren Brown thinks of tarot I think he probably thinks it's a load of bollocks does it do you think I've seen him live have you yeah he's amazing he employs all of the techniques of psychics and stuff but then he kind of says that they're not real yeah because he's like I'm not psychic but But I can can do this be a psychic yeah which I think is really interesting. And he did something that was like that. It was on one of his shows where there was loads of contestants and he wrote them all a letter about basically their hopes and dreams and aspirations. And it was him understanding them as a person. But everybody got the same letter and they all thought it was them. Personal to them. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, it? it is really interesting. Because there's just a certain amount of traits that everybody thinks of themselves as I think in terms of tarot how do you think it relates to that or don't you do you think that tarot is different that's really difficult to say but I kind of think that everybody goes through the same kind of themes in life mm-hmm. there's themes where you need to be more thoughtful there's there's times when you need to be more proactive and just doing stuff uh-huh. There's times when you're going to be going through a really dark time where things aren't going well for you. There's times that are going to be like really good. and mm-hmm. So it's well, like a human pattern. Yeah, I think it's just like when you look at the cards, they are themes of human life. But if you were having the best week, you've just got a new job, mm-hmm. you've got this amazing house that you might have moved into, you're really happy in your relationship yeah, and you get a really negative card... Chances are you're not going to pull that negative card. Chances are you're going to pull a card that means something to you, that signifies something to you. So, like someone who's having, is living a life with with not many struggles at the moment. Mm-hmm. For me, I just don't feel like they would pull a card. But why do you think that? Why wouldn't they? If there's, you know, there's X amount of bad cards. This is what I'm saying that. because they might not be drawn to that card. It might not. So you do believe that there's some kind of like spiritual. Yes. Association. I think there must be. As you said, like the human pattern. So a human will experience trauma in their life. They'll experience happiness. Mm-hmm. They'll experience sorrow. Like there's all these different traits that mm-hmm. the cards symbolise. Mm-hmm. And when you're selecting a card, mm-hmm. I feel like if you're in a in a certain place and if you're trying to channel a certain energy, you're not going to pick a negative card so you really believe in the energetic kind of connection between you and the cards yeah i think i think i do and so in that way you think that so there is after the card that i pulled this this week for my mum yeah yeah that i mean that's kind of significant i'm not sure how much i believe that or not i'm not saying that you shouldn't i just don't know whether i do i think it's really nice to set an intention before you do it But I think sometimes that intention setting makes you more likely to relate to it. Yeah, potentially, yeah. But then again, like you said, the Ten of Swords, you couldn't have had that last week as your card. 
if I had that as my card, it would have just made absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. Like some weeks, my cards haven't, or yeah. I, th- I thought they hadn't. Like the justice card, I really thought it didn't. Mm-hmm. And then there were things that happened, especially getting the card again. And it does make you think, actually, is there like unfinished business here? Is there something I've not listened to? Mm-hmm. You know, and then little things, random things happen. Like, how often do people get called up for jury service? Yeah. And then Tom did. You know, it's just things like that that mm-hmm. seem... A bit coincidental. A bit coincidental, yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. So, yeah, I do feel like there is an energy around the cards. So, last week, we picked a card for our friend Flo, and... Who sends our love, by the way. She said hi Oh, did you. she? Yeah. Oh, hi, Flo. So, here is how she took her card and how she interpreted it. So, I've got my very close friend Flo here, and I picked out a card for Flora last week. Knight of Cups. Knight of Cups. <laughs> so, your card was quite an interesting one, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I found it really interesting. So, I'm coming into it as a skeptic, really, but I'm kind of interested in how it affects the psychology of it, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to see if, it, if I would feel anything from it mm-hmm. and it was really funny even when we first read through it it looked like it could so easily be, <laughs> be, like, for, anyone. be for anyone but also like but also it was perfectly me as well well that's what I was going to say when I was reading through the card again today I thought actually a lot of this is flow yeah yeah so it's all about creativity and setting goals and achieving your goals within creative realms and um, so that's really interesting because I'm in the middle of a fine art course so I'm doing spending my evenings doing exactly that trying to achieve something through my my creativity this week I I did applied to have my work formally assessed Mm -hmm. so that's that's basically taking all my work and making sure I do the final bit to achieve it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's obviously spot on do you think you would have done that if you hadn't have been thinking about the card or do you think I think I'm slightly influenced by the card I think I would have. I hope I would have done it anyway. But yeah. it was more interesting looking at the at what it could be referencing mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, that's that's that is something I'm doing. The funniest thing I found is part of the card is about romance as well, or it's like a romantic card. The meaning yeah. doesn't really reference romance that much. No, but, I know what you mean. But because it was romance and creativity, it made me feel, I think, probably slightly differently about a date I'd been on which was a first date with somebody who is quite creative. Who you've seen again. Who I'm seeing again may go absolutely nowhere. I'm still totally undecided. But it was interesting having that in the back of your mind about like where you're going and romance and creativity. And the description could have also very easily fit with that. Interesting. And do you still, after all this, feel like you're a sceptic? Or do you think you need a little bit more, maybe a few more cards yeah, to yeah, kind of sway you a bit? And maybe a professional yeah. <laughs> to choose you a card? Yeah, I think I am a sceptic, but I'm definitely, I'm really, I find it interesting how, I was interested that it, that I felt like it was swaying me at all. Yeah. Because I just hadn't really expected, I just, I thought it'd be a lark, which it is, but I'm pleased. it is interesting. Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you so much for that, Flo. That's an that absolute pleasure. Thank you. 
So I thought that was really interesting about what Flo was saying about psychology of the card. And even though she was skeptical and she thought it would just be for fun, that it still played on her mind and maybe influenced certain decisions or things that she was doing. Yeah, it was interesting that she wasn't sure if this love interest was going to go anywhere, but she gave it a second chance Mm -hmm. as well. And if I'm honest, knowing Flo, I don't know if she would have without that card yeah because she's very sort of she's very black and white like she makes her mind up and and that's that Mm -hmm. as opposed to like someone like me who would probably just marry them to 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 be less awkward like do you know do you know what I mean do you reckon that people have got married out of not wanting to yeah me I'm joking I'm really glad I've never been proposed to because I think I would feel a pressure to say yes even if I didn't want to. I'm glad I got proposed to and I'm glad I'm married and I'm glad I found someone <laughs> because me as a single person, I, I, I honestly, I dread to think. Really? Yeah, I really dread to think. There's certain things that I think, oh, lovely, like living on my own even though I probably couldn't afford it in London but like living on my own having my own flat doing my own thing at my own time because I like being on my own Mm -hmm. and then I just think about the dating world and like going on dates and then having to tell someone that you're not actually that keen and that's the thing that Flo's really good at if she's not feeling it she'll tell them what like on the date no no after yeah okay but I would never do that Mm. I would just phase it out I wouldn't ghost them because that would bring up too much guilt but I would just like phase them out I wonder if she'll take anything on or take any meaning by it like for the next week or whether it'll be something that she just forgets about or whether it'll be in the back of her mind I guess because we did it with the intention of it being for the week that she might be able to let it go yeah but she she was very productive off the back of her card she was Okay, well, thank you so much for listening to our final episode of season one. We have loved making this season. It has been so much fun and we really hope that you've enjoyed listening along with our tarot journey. Yeah, we've had so much fun making this season and we will definitely be making more. So if there's anything that you'd like us to cover, please just drop us an email at thecasualcovenpod at gmail.com Or if you want to generally stay in touch with us, head over to Instagram where we post regularly at The Casual Coven. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, I feel sad. Do you? Thank you so much for listening to The Casual Coven. If you've enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Casual Coven or email us thecasualcovenpod at gmail.com.